0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: It has been said that we are but one generation away from forgetting our history. Welcome to American Heroes Network, where we serve our American tradition with Gary Ray, In our program, you will hear firsthand the personal accounts of heroes whose unselfish actions have contributed to the traditions and values that represent the soul of America. You'll also hear from our partners and affiliations presenting news events and ways that our veterans and their families can rebuild their lives. Now, here is Gary Ray.
2: Today is October 6, 2015. Good morning and welcome to the American Heroes Network Radio. Good morning, Bill. Good morning to you, Gary. All right. Joining me today as co-host is Lieutenant Colonel Bill Forbes, U.S. Army retired, former deputy secretary for the Maryland Department of Veterans Affairs, and also past department commander for the DAV, the state of Maryland. Welcome, sir. And it looks like the hurricanes uh, missed all of us from Florida
3: to Maryland. Thank God the hurricane decided to make an eastward turn, and it saved us from having any landfall on the Atlantic Coast. That's true, very, very true. Did you hear where
2: Jim is now? Jim is in Rome, in Italy, actually. Um, He's meeting with the Pope in about a week, which is kind of cool. I told him to give him uh, an American Heroes business card. (laughs) 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 Hopefully that works out. (laughs) Anyway, last week we had Glenn Towery, and randy jones from veteran suicide prevention channel they are a 24-hour seven day a week national broadcast channel designed by veterans and psychiatric professionals for veterans their families and supporters the channel would be designed to help stop the alarming suicide rate of american veterans and to promote well-being among veterans and their families if you missed the show be sure to go to the website and listen to the advanced, uh archive show and uh... bill i was reading some military news just a couple of days ago, and, and there was a statement from the D- Department of Defense stating that active duty um, military, their suicide rate has increased by 20%. These numbers are starting to get unbelievable.
3: And Gary, we really have to continue to give our best time and attention to this to, get, to try and get this situation turned around. That's very, very true. That's very true. You know, Bill, have you ever heard of horticultural, I hope I said that right, therapy? No, I haven't, but Gary, I suspect when we complete this program, we will know a lot about that subject. That's right, and if you haven't, remember, you heard it first on the American Heroes Network. Bill, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest? Certainly. Jay Devereaux, Executive Director for Liberty Farms. Jay is a retired information technology consultant and has started several successful small businesses over the years. Jay has spent most of the last six years fighting bloated government in Washington, D.C. During the last federal shutdown, Jay was watching the evening news and saw Honor Flight veterans being locked out of the memorials in Washington, D.C.
0: That the was next something.
3: morning, and every morning until the end of the shutdown, Jay drove five hours each way from the Poconos to Washington, D.C. and began cutting open the barricades at the memorials and escorting in veterans. Jay was an honored speaker at the rally at the memorials. Just before the end of the shutdown, for the last two years, Jay has been planning the Liberty Farms project to help disabled veterans become independent farmers and business owners so they are free of dependence on government programs and can support their families and leave a legacy for their children. Uh, Jay Devereaux. Welcome to the American Heroes Network. Welcome, Jay.
4: Thank you, gentlemen. It's a pleasure to be here.
3: All right. Jay,
4: as as Bill
2: mentioned, for the last 2 years you've been planning the Liberty Farms project to help disabled veterans become independent farmers and business owners and not be dependent on the government programs and can support families and leave a legacy for their children. What is your inspiration for taking on such a task?
4: Well, Uh, My family and every generation has served in the military since the beginning of the country, going back to the colonial Mm -hmm. uh, times. And uh, I've had a lot of people in my life personally affected by uh, some of the things that they went through in the recent tours. Um, A young man that grew up with my kids is like a second son to me, uh, has been adversely affected by PTSD and just can't get going. Uh, my original idea for this project was a commercial venture uh, to leave to my kids and help some veterans along the way. Uh, my kids weren't interested in becoming farmers. They had to have their own careers. And so uh, the wife and I decided, hey, let's turn this into a nonprofit and put all the money that we could make off of this thing into helping veterans get started in, uh, in business. Uh, and uh, at the same time, uh, the uh, aspects of the horticultural therapy uh, does a lot of healing and and, uh, and uh, treating uh, anxiety and depression and things like that that are associated with PTSD and and uh, gives them an the opportunity to be completely independent, and not dependent on uh, government. To uh, the medical programs, frankly, are, are a disaster, and the waiting times are long, and uh, the answer too often is just uh, here's some pills and have a nice day, and that's no solution to this problem. No, not at all.
3: Bill? Well, Jay, as uh, we announced uh, during the, uh, your introduction that for the past two years, you've been planning the Liberty Farms uh, project. Uh, 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 and, I, I, and maybe you've touched on this a little bit, but uh, explain the concept of the Liberty Farms project. Well, it,
4: uh, it starts out with our training facility we're building in Woodward, Oklahoma, um, and that is really the engine of the whole project. It does two things. One, it, it's an immersion training program where the veterans live and work on a working farm for two to three months uh, and learning all aspects of running an aquaponics farm in a greenhouse or a commercial building. In our case, it'll be a greenhouse, and uh, the uh, output production of that farm is the self-funding part of the program that builds the farms for veterans. So it, it really is the engine that drives everything. Once we raise our initial startup capital to build a training facility from there, we aren't going to be dependent on grants and donations going forward to program self-funds. It's one of the beauties of it. Once they finish the training program, we follow them home and we build a farm for them that has the capability of producing depending on the crops they choose and how much energy they put into the project uh... between sixty and hundred twenty thousand dollars a year in income which then can be support their families but also leave them money each year that they can grow that business and grow it and grow it and grow it and grow it and, and then leave a legacy for their children which is just a fantastic deal
2: so
3: Jay, uh, uh, tell our listening audience: uh, How do you go about uh, selecting the, uh, the the veterans to participate in this? And and uh, in that process, do you use a a vetting process uh, uh, to help you in making the decision?
4: Um, the first thing is is meeting the the qualifications, and, and those are you have to be able to document that you were a U.S. veteran. Um, you have to be able to document that we 're primarily focused the f- the farm program itself is focused on disabled veterans and veterans with PTSD, and you have to have some documentation to prove that um, so uh, but though the training program itself is open to all veterans based on availability with priority to the disabled and the PTSD veterans, but we will train any veteran uh, free of charge the um, Uh, to complete the vetting process. uh, There's an interview. Uh, We sit down and have a conversation with them, try to assess their skill set and what special needs they may have uh, and make sure we can meet those qualifications. We have a a fellow that can make prosthetics uh, specially designed for our veterans that uh, are missing limbs or whatnot to be able to operate the equipment and, and manage their farm. And so once they get through that process, uh, then we put them in the queue and let them know that uh, what their position is in line and, and uh, how soon we expect to be able to get them into the training program.
3: Right. Now, uh, are you working in concert with any of the uh, veteran service organizations um, uh, in assisting you um, in this uh, uh, process? And um, any of the... Uh, Uh, um, grassroots organizations that uh, may be uh, able to help and assist you with this?
4: Uh, We're in discussions with several veterans organizations uh, on the private side uh, and uh, creating a partnership. There's um, two in Texas that we're working with. Um, We're... uh, in the process of discussing uh, working with a couple of other organizations and uh, they're very interested in the program and what they can do to help so uh, we're networking everywhere we can. Uh, We've got some contacts inside the Veterans Administration who might be able to assist us with a couple of grants and getting started which is also a great thing. There's a fellow in Houston that is doing a veteran housing project and uh, He's well-funded, and he's talking about uh, us coming down and building a second training facility, and he's got some property set aside for veteran farms inside of this community that he's building down there. So we're, uh, we're looking forward to having further discussions with him next month.
2: All right. Now, what exactly
4: is uh, aquaponics? Is that growing uh, without dirt? Uh, it's growing without dirt. It's, uh, yeah, most people know what hydroponics is, where you're growing... Mm. Uh, uh, plants in a you water medium instead of dirt, uh-huh. and then what the aquaponics uh, portion is is aquaculture, where you're growing fish uh, in tanks, and then the waste products from the fish become the fertilizer for the food, so for the plants, and then the plants clean the water to to uh, keep the fish healthy. So it's uh, a closed cycle. Uses 10 percent of the water and 10 percent of the land of traditional agric- uh, agriculture for the same output. So it's earth friendly for those that are concerned about such things. It's a great solution for places where water is a problem. And uh, then uh, you get uh, the benefit of the output of the fish or just take to market and then you can grow just about any kind of vegetable except corn inside these greenhouses.
2: That's phenomenal. Especially the cut down in in usage of uh, the supplies.
4: Yeah, it, uh, it's great, and it's 100% organic because it is a natural fish fertilizer uh, process, which uh, commands a premium price for the produce. But it's also healthier. Uh, we use non-GMO seed stock. Uh, so it the produce has a, a flavor that you don't get in a lot of the stuff in the grocery store. So it's a, a good premium product that's in high demand these days.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Now, you, this is basically a startup. How far are you with getting veterans
4: involved? Um, I've got a queue of 10 veterans that have met the qualification process right now, mm-hmm. waiting to get into the program. Um, I have uh, acquired 10 acres of land in uh, Oklahoma to be able to put the uh, training facility on. And I have an option on another 300 acres next to that to do uh, any veteran that wants to relocate to Woodward, Oklahoma, to be able to do homesteads for them on that. We'll do five-acre homesteads. That's planned for 2018. All right. right. We're still in the fundraising stage to get the initial startup going.
2: All right, well we're gonna go ahead and take a break right now. Uh, today's show was brought to you by first class merchant services. Don't forget about the Warrior millennium fundraiser that's going on right now also they're trying to raise two. Million dollars to provide one full year of laboratory evaluations and treatments for more than 400 veterans with TBI who are actually desperate, they're in desperate need of some form of medical assessment and treatment. For more information, go to warriorangelsfoundation.org. I'll tell you, this is a, a phenomenal uh, clinic. Uh, uh, so, if you get a chance, check it out. Uh, I believe that he's got a solution to help take care of the TBI. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on a variety channel, and we'll be right back.
0: Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network by keeping up with us on Twitter. You can find us at VoiceAmericaTRN. Network.com and syndicated on iTunes.
1: Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to American Heroes Network. If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program.
2: Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jay, Executive Director for Liberty Farms. And Bill, you had a question just before we went on break.
3: Yes, Gary. I and as I mentioned, I was uh, interested in knowing whether or not uh, Jay is working along with maybe others in the in the farming uh, process that the veterans get a chance maybe to cross train in uh, in in that that particular area. And um, also, uh, how long do you estimate, uh, Jay, that uh, you know the, the veterans coming in will be proficient to be able? Uh, to take on these responsibilities and go out and start uh, uh, working on their own.
4: Well, that's the beauty of the program. Um, the uh, traditional training process, if somebody just wanted to go buy the equipment and get started, really only requires about a, a three-day seminar. If you, if you, to uh, learn the aspects of how it works, but that doesn't really give you the experience of. of what to do when things go uh, off the rails, because that will happen from time to time. There's a lot of stuff to monitor. So by putting them through this uh, two- to three-month process, we, we are able to assess a few things. One, what are the special needs of this particular veteran? And are they able to cope with the day-to-day stress of and, 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 uh, running a business? Uh, not everybody is able to do that, so that, that kind of uh, is a filter, if you will. And by the time you leave this program, you will be able to uh, deal with any situation that arises. Plus, we have great support from our partners uh, that are supplying the equipment. If you've got a greenhouse-related issue, our uh, supplier there is there for support 24-7. We've got the same thing on the aquaponics equipment side. Uh, So not only do you have Liberty Farms to lean on, but you also have the manufacturers backing up the product. So, and giving you technical support. So it's really, by the time you're done, you'll be a mat. but with the training program, you'll be a master at this stuff.
3: Well, as far know, as working
4: Jay, with other farmers, uh, excuse me. No, um, go ahead. As far as working with other farmers, we're partnering with, with a few people in some different aspects. We've got some people that are into animal husbandry that are willing to take on a few veterans that may get into the aquaponics program and decide, you know, this isn't really for me. Maybe I want to do something else. Uh, and we're looking at some other traditional farming methods as far as partners go. It seems like every time I turn around, somebody wants to wants to partner up with us, which is really fantastic.
3: Well, Jay, as I was about to say, you know, one of the things that uh, all of us who have served—I'm a Vietnam veteran—and uh, and I suspect that you'd be probably dealing with a lot of people who served in uh... in Afghanistan and Iraq. Uh, you know, we have not uh, done well in terms of uh, reintegrating ourselves back into home and community with some of the uh, the uh, emotional kinds of uh, things that have occurred during our service. Uh, I don't know uh, if you've experienced any of that, but uh, uh, if so uh do you have a plan i mean th- th- this is something i think that they've got to overcome whether it be working you know uh in your program or anyone's program is to be able to make that uh reentry and uh and 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 hopefully w- the expectation of uh, of being successful
4: well that is a challenge um it's part of the reasons why uh, so many veterans are sh- are struggling uh work is uh finding work that can accommodate uh different health issues and schedules and things like that can be very difficult um, and all of these these things you're struggling with emotional issues you're struggling with uh with, uh, depression and anxiety and then you're, now you've got to top that off with your, how you support your family and all this all snowballs and just, and creates a problem for these guys. And the first thing I would say to anybody that's, that finds themselves in that kind of struggle is to find somebody to talk to. Find a peer to peer person, uh, you know, somebody that's been through what you've been through and talk yourself through it and get yourself to a place where you can function. That's key. And then from that point, then you can start looking at uh, other ways to, to help yourself, something like Liberty Farms or some other kind of uh, mentoring project. So those are, those are really key factors.
3: Right. Well,
2: Now, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, I was just going to say, uh, Jay, that right now you're only available in Oklahoma. Uh, what would be needed to help open other states?
4: Uh, well, actually, we're open to every state. Our primary okay. training facility is going to be uh, initial one, is going to be in Woodward, Oklahoma. We might have a second one in Houston next year. Um, what we do is we will transport the veteran, and we in, encourage them to bring their family members along so they have support. We've got, we'll have housing on site for them. They'll be able to, to live in their own housing and, and cook their own meals, and, and all that stuff is provided for them. Um, we realize that uh, you know while you're in this training program for two to three months you're not going to have an income from your regular job or the job that you may have had before you went in there so we've got support on that side we'll actually earn a wage while you're working in this training program so you can pay your bills pay your mortgage pay your car payment pay your credit cards feed your family all that stuff is provided for you so we all provide right. the transportation that's they're not out of pocket for that we get them there to woodward we support them so that they can uh, pay their bills And then, as I said, we follow them home, build them a farm, and we get them started. And so we've kind of covered that. And in addition to that, we've got counselors there in Woodward to be able to deal with any issues that may come up in case we get a guy in a crisis or gal in a crisis while they're there at the training facility. We've got people that are on call ready to come in and help. We're also working with um, uh, an organization down in Houston called Camp Hope, Uh, So if we get somebody in a real bad spot, we'll get them down to Camp Hope. We'll transport them down there. So we're going to support these guys. Once again, our program, uh, win, lose, or fail, we're going to make sure that they get to where they need to get what they need to get going again.
2: Okay. Now, uh, you you mentioned already about mentorship, but what are some of the other uh, direct benefits that the uh, veterans would receive? Well,
4: Well, the biggest benefit is financial security. Um, you know, they're 44% higher uh, national average of uh, veterans in unemployment. That's terrible. You've got uh, 1.5 million veterans on SNAP benefits. You've got food security because you'll be able to grow a lot of, you know, you'll be able to eat the fish and and eat the produce coming out of the greenhouse without really hurting your profits very much. It's self-pacing. It doesn't take very many hours a day. The hours are very flexible. Um... You've got the kinetic activity therapy. Uh, Studies show that these ease PTSD symptoms, and over 50% of veterans report preference for working with their hands, uh, yet, manufacturing jobs in the United States are non existent. The self sufficiency aspect uh, is a boost in morale uh, and eases some of that anxiety, and this program. Compared to what the Veterans Administration is doing, uh, you know, we're talking 100 to 125 thousand dollar investment in each one of these uh, veterans, and uh, the VA is spending 2 million uh, per per veteran, and it's just not working. It's not helping these guys.
2: Not at all. <laughs> That's important. We have to start aiming our, our all our energy to for everyone out there. Aim our energy to help our vets, uh, and like you said, we said at the very beginning, our you know government programs uh, just aren't doing it, just aren't doing it These, This housing that you're going to be is this going to be uh,
4: built near the facility? It's going to be built right there on the farm, so you're hmm. going to be able to walk right outside uh, the housing and walk right over to the greenhouse. You don't have to worry about uh, getting in a car and driving anywhere. Not that traffic is a big problem in Woodward. Right. And they can bring their whole family with them. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, we can accommodate them if, if they have a few kids. If they've got uh, a very large family, we'll uh, uh, find them a rental in town, and then we'll just shuttle them back and forth. Well, just knock down the wall between the apartments. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's always that option. <laughs>
2: yeah, Unbelievable. But that's that's pretty cool. You have a really, really great idea here. And And how far is it before before
4: we can start getting veterans uh, uh, working? Uh, we're hoping to uh, do the site work uh, in, uh, in the next couple of months, we get all the, uh, the prep work done as far as the grading and the uh, utilities. We've got a septic system and a, and a well to put in, power system, and we're going to put all that stuff underground and start the, uh, the housing construction and uh, put the greenhouse up. If we stay on our uh, projected schedule, we'll uh, be bringing our first veterans in the spring. Some of these folks are so excited about the program that they're willing to come down and help build it.
2: Mm
4: -hmm. That's phenomenal. That's great.
2: That's great. So what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and uh, take a break just about a minute early so that way, uh, we can come back and talk a little bit more, and then we can get into um, uh, how, our, how our listeners can get involved, also. Okay? don't forget about the visit to uh, just go ahead and visit the American heroes network radios we have an archived library of radio shows we have created a veterans resource that is truly making a difference through our weekly live shows all our shows are archived on demand for easy access to resources and events anytime anywhere and on any mobile device including your phone you're listening to the American heroes network radio powered by voice America on a variety channel and we'll be right back Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television?
0: Let us surprise you.
2: Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand
0: 24-7. For those corporations or organizations who wish to support our veterans, sponsoring and promotion on the American Heroes Network has never been easier or smarter as the only network focused to specifically reach the military and veteran population globally. For more information, email us at sponsorinfo at americanheroesnetwork.com.
1: If you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at gmail.com. Now, back to our program.
2: Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jay, Executive Director for Liberty Farms. Uh, Jay, why don't you give us a little information as far as how would our veterans, how could they
4: apply? and also how our supporters can donate. Well, we do both of those things by going to our website, which is Liberty Farm Co., that's C-O, abbreviation for company, libertyfarmco.com. On the contact page, there's a place for volunteers, uh, for veterans that are interested in the program. And uh, right on our home page, you can click on that $10 bill that, uh, image that's on there, and that's where you can donate to the program if you're interested in donating.
2: All right, and uh, also it's a pretty good uh, website that explains all about
4: uh, you know uh,
2: you supply everything, don't you?
4: Uh, pretty much, uh, yeah. You know, pretty a lot cool. of these guys that are and gals that are going to be applying to this program are going to be in a in a tight spot anyway. So we've you know we spent a lot of time planning out and working with uh, other people to put this program together. We've created a co-op so that our veteran farmers have a place to sell their products. We're in negotiations with uh, the uh, some of the biggest grocery store chains in the country to take the produce, and they're ready to sit down and put uh, pen to paper as soon as we get the training facility built. Now, is this the, uh, the first of its kind? I don't know of any other program like this. Um, I certainly don't know of any... Any uh, nonprofit organization that becomes self funding once it raises its initial capital. I've never heard of anything like that, anyway. Mm-hmm. That makes it rather right. unique.
2: Yes, it does. Yes, it does. So, why don't you just go give us a quick review about the program highlights itself?
4: Um, basically, we, uh, again, we bring the veterans to the facility. We uh, put them through a two- to three-month intensive training program. We get them certified in uh, aquaponics and organic food processing uh, practices. Uh, We have uh, accountants ready to help them uh, learn how to uh, do the accounting software and bookkeeping and things that they need to do uh, to uh, run their business and how to file their taxes on a a business like this. Um, We... uh, <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, we give them some training on on business practices and how to be successful as, as a business owner. So it's a, it's really a comprehensive school uh, in this program, and and it pretty much uh, will. Once you leave this program, the only uh, barrier to your success is your willingness to to put in uh, in the initial farm we build about uh, five to six hours work a day. All right, really now isn't you should... too bad. You provide the transportation too. We provide the transportation to the farm. We'll fly them there. We'll give them gas money wow. if they want to drive, uh, and uh, if they're flying in, we'll pick them up in Oklahoma City and bring them to uh, Woodward because that's the nearest international airport. Uh, we also will uh, provide them with a wage while they're there, so that they can, uh, as again, as I said before, be able to pay mm-hmm. their mortgage on their home. Uh, be able to make their car payment and their credit card payments. So they don't get behind on their bills. We don't want them to, to go backwards while they're going through the training program. So we're offering support in that. that we've factored that into the cost of each one of these veterans. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, now, Jay, uh, this, is, this is, Bill, you, you know, a significant number Of our serving men and women in the military uh, now come from the remote and rural areas of the country, so it it seems like with that number being on on the higher side of the percentage, this ought to, uh, you know, get a lot of uh, those people's uh, attention. And, And the other thing about being able to have their families there while they're going through this, you know. Uh, a a significant number of our our men and women who've served before uh, coming on active duty. Uh, these individuals were living successful lives, raising their families, sending their kids to school, and to, to get back into this now and to go forward again. I think you offer uh, a, a, a a great opportunity for them to to get back. You know, our country has made a significant. Uh, investment in these individuals, and we certainly ought to be able to give them an opportunity so they can get back and be productive again.
4: Well, uh, absolutely. Um, You know, these people put their lives on hold. They uh, put their their bodies on the line uh, to serve our country, and uh, the least we can do is make sure that they come out of it in as best position as possible. And uh, these folks, uh, you know, there's a variety of issues that they struggle with um, and, uh, in reintegrating. I mean, uh, as a combat veteran yourself, you probably fully understand uh, the whole different mindset of uh, being constantly on alert, uh, constant situational Absolutely. awareness. And you get back here to civilian life, and it's completely different. And it makes you uh, defensive, which uh, creates a lot of employment issues. If you do, this is the only people you have to deal with is your own family and uh, our co-op people on the phone. (laughs) That's it.
3: (laughs) Well, you know, Jay, I often say that, uh, uh, you know, as we entered in on active duty to serve the country, we went through a, a basic training to uh, learn how to be proficient in the military and, uh, we, I, I think we really need a, 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 a basic training on our reentry back to home and community and, and, and to be successful because, uh, Many of the things that we've become uh, uh, exposed to, uh, especially in the combat situation, it takes a while to get back to some semblance of uh, normalcy. Oh,
4: decompression is is a big challenge. It's it's the biggest hurdle that all of all of our veterans face. No matter how whole they come back uh, physically and mentally, they still got to decompress from from the high intensity combat situation and this. The sudden slowdown of life—it's like the whole world is suddenly moving at uh, one tenth the speed of what you're used to—and uh, that in itself is a difficult challenge to try to get back to. And, and dealing with, you know, family issues and and uh, and whatnot—it's it's a lot to cope with. Yeah, I wish we had better programs provided by uh, as they're exiting the military. I think the military really needs to start having a reintegration program built in. Uh, with the budget fights these days, I, I don't see that happening anytime soon.
3: All right. Well, our experience has been, uh, Jay, you know, when when a, a conflict situation arises, we always find the money, as we say, to support the troops. But, uh, uh, but when the warriors come home, uh, then we begin to get concerned that there isn't anything uh, left to uh, get them back to where they were before they left you know there never seems to be uh the money for
4: for things like this there, there's always some excuse uh you can even go just to mental health in general you can't buy votes with uh treatment at uh, mental health facilities which is why they don't have the financing anymore and that's another reason why a lot of these folks can't get the help they need there just isn't any capacity to help them there's no funding yeah. for it yeah and uh if you're struggling to uh make ends meet and uh you know, I, I know that there's the, uh, I forget the name of the act now, where the veterans are allowed to go outside the system when it's overloaded, but basically getting that granted can take months, years to get it done. Uh, and uh, I think it's the Choice Act or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a long process. I hear it from veterans all the time. Uh, I talk to a lot of veterans uh, every day, and uh, just getting some basic help uh, has been a real problem for them. It's, it's I think a, they're having. Ha- yeah, I,
2: I think they're having a problem with the choice program. To tell you the truth, uh, uh, I tried to use it. Uh, they told me right up front that uh, they don't have any money to uh, pay. What do they call that bill? Uh, uh,
3: fee for service. Yeah, the fee for service basis. In uh, in other words, rather than coming to a VA facility either in, in a rural area or in an urban area, is that the, the, your local physicians and medical people there uh, are just as well qualified uh, in a lot of cases to uh, assist our veterans in, uh, with their concerns. Yeah. Uh, again, that just uh,
4: points to, to the need for something like what we're doing, and, and there are other great organizations that are doing other projects that will, that will help um, this is certainly isn't the only one doing it, uh, but it deals with one of the most important issues, which is getting their, their mind uh, back into living a civilian life and being able to cope with the day to day stress of uh, of living. You know, uh, horticulture therapy has a history. It goes all the way back to uh, one of the signers of the Declaration of Independence, uh, Dr. Benjamin Rush, who's considered the father of modern psychiatry, and at one time. Uh, our government used to have horticultural therapy programs for returning veterans in what they used to call shell shock, and yeah. uh, they didn't train you to be a farmer so much as they just uh, put you into some growing programs or put you on a farm working a little bit, and uh, they find that that something about the renewal, the, the creating life, if you will, the uh, raising animals. Uh, growing food, putting your hands in the dirt, those things are very therapeutic for anxiety and depression, and it, it's got a long history. It's very successful, so we're looking forward to uh, to being able to help as many veterans as we can. We're hoping uh, if everything is successful, we'll be at a point by 2018 where we'll be helping about 100 to 120 veterans a year.
2: That's great. That's great.
4: Now, how much land is, you said,
2: after they graduate, they, uh, you actually build them in their hometown?
4: Yeah, it takes a uh, to make it commercially viable and get the money, uh, the numbers that we were talking about earlier, mm-hmm. the uh, $60,000 to 120000 a year, you need about a 5,000-square-foot space. Now okay. you mentioned earlier that this is great for people who live in rural areas, and not everybody's right. a landowner either, so That's true. Um, in the urban areas, uh, this works equally well in a commercial building. Now if we don't have the expense of building a greenhouse because you don't have a place for a 5,000-square-foot footprint. We'll find a commercial building in your town that's close to your residence, and uh, that's got enough space. And we'll uh, pay up part of that lease to get you started, uh, and carry you for six months, so that uh, you, by the end you're going to have production, you're going to have you start having an income, and you can start taking care of that lease yourself. But uh, and it's still viable at that point. But uh, we make that investment to make sure that even the guys that are that want to stay in the city need to stay in the city. You got family, friends, whatever. Uh, and you don't have the space, we'll find you a commercial space. Mm-hmm. And, and as far as what's the five thousand square feet,
2: what, about an acre, acre and a half? Uh,
4: it's actually a little, little less than that. Uh, you figure it's about if you're if you're going off of one of our our greenhouses, it's about a thirty foot by one hundred twenty eight foot space. It's not okay. really that big. Well, so, but to produce that kind of uh,
2: uh, you know, as far as uh, income, that's that's pretty good.
4: Yeah, it's it's fantastic. As I said, it takes ten percent of the, of the space of traditional uh, agriculture to be able to produce. You're going to have, uh, I believe, on that size, you have about a hundred heads of lettuce a day coming out of your farm. Mm-hmm. You have uh, about four hundred pounds of fish every three months, uh, and uh, you eventually get your cycle going where you've got fish actually coming into harvest every 30 days. So right. it's just that first that first three months uh, raising yeah. the first first stock.
2: All right. Well, we're going to, have to go ahead and take a break. Do you own a business? Would you be interested in saving money in your merchant account? Then check out our sponsor, First Class Services. They are national. So just remember that. Give Josh a call right now. It's Josh Cole at First Class Merchant Services. Call four zero seven four zero one zero seven seven two. That's four zero seven four zero one zero seven seven two. You're listening to the American Heroes Network Radio, powered by Voice America on the Variety Channel, and we'll be right back.
1: stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast all the time the number one internet talk station where your opinion counts voiceamerica.com you are tuned into to american heroes network if you want to find out more about us or to contact us with questions or comments about the show, please send an email to American Heroes Network at gmail.com. That's American Heroes Network at com. Now, back to our program.
2: Welcome back. We're here with our guest, Jay, Executive Director for Liberty Farms. And Bill, you have a question?
3: Well, uh, just a comment. I, I would just uh, prevail upon Jay to uh, kind of recap uh, some of the central things that he's uh, spoken about with reference to the the Liberty Farms. And in particular, Jay, if you've got any special events that's coming up, uh, you know, uh, close by that you think might be worthwhile uh, uh, in getting that out, uh, that this would be a good time to do that. Uh, okay. Well, uh, the first thing I would do is
4: encourage people to go to our website, which is Liberty Farm Co., that's libertyfarm.co.com, okay, libertyfarm.co.com, and you can learn more about the program. There's plenty of information. You can learn how to, to volunteer, how to uh, donate to the program, see what we're doing, keep updated. You can find our LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, all, uh, Twitter sites are all linked there, uh, so you can keep, uh, keep abreast of what we're doing. Um, Really, it comes down to if I can get 100,000 Americans to give me a $10 bill, this program is fully funded and we'll never be dependent on anybody for donations again. We'll gladly accept them, but the program will never depend on donations again after that. So it's just 100,000 people giving us $10. Uh, As far as the program goes, it is really uh, pretty simple. Uh, Once you get through the vetting process, if you're interested in this program, and we will train any veteran uh, with a priority given to disabled veterans, veterans with PTSD. But if you enter into this training program, we get you certified in organic aquaculture and organic uh, aquaponics for growing uh, the fish and the food, the uh, the produce. Uh, We provide all the training, We cover your expenses to get to the facility. We pay you a wage so you can pay your bills. And then we get you home. We build you a farm. We find you a location. And it's really all dependent on getting the primary thing done, which is creating the engine that drives the whole program. And that's our training facility that's going to be built in Woodward, Oklahoma. Wow. You know, as far
2: as all these farmers today, uh, they're not growing anything on their land. (laughs) Maybe it might be an idea to to talk to them where you could rent a piece of land nearby.
4: Um, There's plenty of land available in a lot of places that can be leased. Uh, We will assist the veteran who who needs to find a location to to put his farm. We'll help him do that. So it it becomes a full support system. We want you to be successful. That's the whole goal of this thing. And in order to be successful, you need to have all the pieces in place. And we've spent two years planning this program to make sure that we had everything covered. We've taken input from veterans. We've taken input from people who are already doing hydroponic agriculture. We've talked to veterans who are doing uh, hydroponic agriculture. We just added the aquaponics portion, which is the food which becomes organic or traditional hydroponic farming is actually using a, a chemical fertilizer, although it's natural minerals, and it's still considered a chemical and doesn't allow it to be certified as organic. This does, which gets a premium product, which puts more dollars in the pocket of the veteran, helps them to be more successful.
2: That's unbelievable.
4: I mean, this is a sounds like a
2: terrific idea, and, uh, you know, we're going to go ahead and push it as, as much as we can. Uh, so, you know, get the word out. Uh, that's what it's all about.
4: You bet. And watch for the products to uh, show up in your local grocery store because uh, look for Liberty Farms because it's uh, all the benefit veterans. It's either the veterans produce itself or, or the uh, engine that runs the program. And uh, this stuff mostly of arrives at your grocery store. It's actually still alive, unlike most of the produce you see in the store, which was once it's cut, once it's harvested, it's not growing anymore. It's dying. You could actually take our lettuce and put it in the ground in your backyard and grow it if you wanted to. Wow. You know, that's pretty it, cool. It's just amazing. Yeah. You know, I, I was, went
2: to the grocery store the other day, and they had uh, a lettuce. Uh, the, <laughs> the label on it said live lettuce. Uh, so I guess that's part of the uh, uh, aqua, aquaponics.
4: Uh, yeah, hydroponics can do that. Uh, anytime you're you're growing not in dirt, uh, that's an easy thing to do. Obviously, you trim part of the root system off because it's uh, over a foot long, wow. and that's a little hard to package. But you can eat, traditionally, what you'll see uh, is you'll see bib lettuce, otherwise known as butter lettuce. You'll see that uh, quite often with the roots still attached, a small root ball on the bottom of it, which mm-hmm. keeps it live. It, it, when you get it home, it's like you just picked it out of your garden, even if it's been in your refrigerator for a week. So... Uh, it lasts longer, which also makes it a lot easier to ship. It doesn't have to be harvested early, green, not quite ready, so
3: it'll survive. Mm -hmm. All right. Bill? Well, uh, Jay, I'd just like to uh, thank you for being with us today uh, and your, your concern and commitment to men and women who have served this this country and uh, with the uh, the Liberty Farms. I mean, something that's so basic and fundamental to us as Americans. I mean, you know, we've all heard about farming and farmers going way back. And as our population continues to uh, explode, here's an opportunity for uh, these men and women to be able to earn a living and most of all put food on the, tray, uh, on the table. So uh, your 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 idea and your uh, perseverance in this is, is very noble and certainly needed in the veterans community. Well,
4: we're committed to doing this. This is what I intend to do for the rest of my working life. I'm just in my uh, early 50s, so I've got a few years left in me. And oh, yeah. uh, it really it really is dependent on getting the s- support from the public to be able to get this program funded. And I, I really encourage people to go to libertyfarmco.com, check out the program. If you feel like this is a worthwhile endeavor, please uh, click that $10 bill logo on there. That will take you to our GoFundMe page, and, uh, and you can make any kind of donation you want. We'll take a dollar.
2: That's right. That's right. This is a great idea. So, um, you know, help us out. That's what. That's what it's all about. Now, why don't you go ahead and uh, we only have a couple minutes left, Jay. And uh, it was really a pleasure to have you on our show. What would you like to share with the audience, our listeners?
4: Uh, really, um, there are a lot of a lot of folks out there, a lot of men and women that need something to give them hope to be able to refocus their lives and restart their lives again. This is just one of many opportunities, but we feel this is one that puts them on a path to great success in life, uh, not only in the healing aspect, but in the ability to be able to support their family and leave a lasting legacy to their children to continue on. The, the potential for them to grow their farm into a huge enterprise is there. The money is there. It's just a matter of uh, getting them started And to do that. I need the
3: public support. That's right. That's right. Bill? Uh, Thanks again, Jay. And I certainly hope that you would consider coming back and visiting with us again in the future and let us know how things are getting along and uh, uh, continue to get the word out there so we can get as many people interested as possible uh, to partake of this program. Well,
4: gentlemen, I really appreciate the opportunity to uh, get this program out in front of your audience today. It was an honor and a privilege, and I'd be more than happy to come back any time. Great. We could, as, as soon as
2: you start uh, uh, you know, getting this thing rolling, definitely contact me, and we'll get you back on the show. Okay? You betcha.
4: All Keep right. track of our Facebook page, because we'll be posting uh, photos of the progress.
2: All right. If you missed any of our live shows, all our shows are archived on demand 24-7 on our website. And if you hear, you can actually hear any one of those archive shows right from your phone. Just remember, we spotlight and promote the best available information of interest to America's veterans and their families anytime, anywhere, and on any mobile device. I'm Gary Ray, and thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.
3: With green, red, white, and blue
1: We're America